So you're, now you have to be ready. All right. What is good in the hood? In the hood. <laughs> was that um? Who said? Whose neighborhood was it? Mr. Robinson. Mr. Rogers. Oh. In the hood. <laughs> Mr. Robinson had no neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. I was thinking that Swiss Family Robinson. They didn't have a neighborhood. They had just like they had a, a they, they they just had a bundle of shacks in the trees on an <laughs> island. The Swiss, Swiss Family Robinson was just fucking barbarians compared to Mr. Robinson. Riding on like a fancy steamboat, and that's how they got into their situation in the first place. I think they like no. Well, they they, they got into a shipwreck. Like so, yeah, like, exactly. So, so, on so, a fancy so, steamboat. No, like 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 a large schooner. Schooner, if you will. What's new? What's, What's new? What's new, boo? Oh, Ew, you I know. That. Ooh, that's kind of nice. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, have, you, have you heard anything interesting lately? Have, have you, I heard anything interesting lately? Like, I, I think I heard a domestic dispute outside of yes, our apartment. Yes, you did. Uh, you, last, or two nights ago, something like that. You woke up you know? and you, you reported a very... You've been watching too much Castle. No, I and, mean... you know... Well, I mean, I, I heard also what I Also, domestic abuse. I was going to text you today because on my walk... I saw, it was like at 3.30 in the afternoon, um, a very obviously inebriated couple. The guy tried to like hook his arm around like the girl's waist and she did like the little push it off her back kind oh. of thing. And like they were definitely like together, but they had definitely gotten in a fight. Oh boy. They got in a little tiff. It was pretty funny. Day drinking on a, well, I guess it was a Friday afternoon, I guess. Some, exactly. of, some of us were working. Some so. of us had jobs. Yeah. Um, well, the Loch Ness Monster was spotted in foreign waters sparking fears that Nessie has moved away. And where are these foreign waters, you ask? Where are they? Off the coast of North Carolina. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, like, okay, so... <laughs> so, the, the, um, so that, it's like that Outer Banks TV yeah, show. Yeah, off But with, Atlantic. with Nessie. So, you have all yes. these, like, you have all these, like, cool, like, 16-year-olds without parents, you know, and they're wearing their puka shell necklaces, and they're just like, I'm just trying to be me, bro. And there's also, like, Nessie, you know? Where are these kids' parents? I mean, and it was alarming that, like, I remember, like, people, when that show came out, like, everyone was obsessed with these people in this show, and I'm like, they're supposed to be, like, 16. No. So a witness stated that, Quote, definitely a Loch Ness Monster. I saw two the same day I saw Bigfoot walking a Black Panther on a leash. They wrote. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in North Carolina. <laughs> so was she, see, she was, that was in the article. So she saw two in one day. And Bigfoot walking a Black Panther. And Bigfoot. Yeah. I think this is just like a furry convention that she wasn't like appraised yeah. of. I like, like I mean, I don't know. And, and like, and here's, here's my question. Is that the only witness? <laughs> Well, no, some speculate... Did CBS Charlotte report on this because of just, like, one lady? No, um, some speculated it was a gator or a baby whale. Witnesses say the motion was also too graceful to Wait be a Wait a minute, whale a, a baby gator. whale? That's, like, almost harder to believe than Nessie. <laughs> but then, like, how big is a baby whale? Is it, like, the size of, like, a person? It's like a moving truck. Oh, so, like... So, like... Let's look it up. But, like, we as people, like, you know, we could, we, we could handle those. What do you mean? If they, if, if, if they turned on us, you uh -uh. know? They're about 23 feet. 23 feet? That's a bit, that's like a bus. Can weigh 5,000 to 6,000 pounds at birth. Um, so a woman was left shocked after mistaking a Tasmanian devil for a dog toy in her home. 
after mistaking a Tasmanian devil for a dog toy. A uh, Australian woman almost grabbed a real Tasmanian devil when she was reaching for her stuff, her dog stuffed toy. She thought that the Tasmanian devil was the dog toy, and she grabbed it and it went. An interesting conundrum that I might need more facts on was the toy supposed to be like Taz, like the Looney Tunes they Tasmanian very, devil. Very different. Also, one of Smokey's <laughs> toys got left at the dog park today because it's covered in dog feces. I mean, you're so... Con yeah, it's fair. I mean... So I left it there. Now the other dogs can play with. Yeah, I don't know what kind of dog toy her other... What it was supposed to be, but... I mean, no one of our... Tasmanian that's devil. That's a terrifying dog toy. Also, so Tasmanian <laughs> devils are the world's largest carnivorous marsupial. I don't believe that for a that's second. That's crazy. What, what about, about the capybara? What about the what about what are the kangaroos? <laughs> if kangaroos are carnivorous, I don't think people would be alive anymore. What do you? If, if they could get off that damn island, kangaroos would have killed us off already. Oh. But they can't get they can't swim. No, their but arms like, are too small. But like and, and 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 their legs like they they can't really run. They have to hop, and I feel like that like in the big city, in the big city, mate. You know, like in Sydney. There or, wouldn't be or, any cities or, anymore. Or Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, Glasgow. Oh, that's not in Australia. That's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move right past that one. You know, Perth. Um, uh, like, Yo like kangaroos. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like they would do as well in an urban setting. You know, like, like. R r r Have like, you ever seen what's the what's the Predator Kangaroo two Jack? Oh, I thought you were gonna say Predator Two with the uh, Danny Glover. Does that have a kangaroo? In? Well, I mean, it, it's kind of the predator. You know. It's the alien, you know, and it comes into the New New York City, and but like, but like he's in Danny Glover's jungle now, and Danny Glover is kind of like, uh, like, a, like a lethal weapon sort of cop, you know, mm -hmm. you know. Do you, we're gonna oh. move past that. Okay. Do you want to read? Do you want to read this highlighted sentence here in your best Australian accent? This will give you. A, imagine you're Steve Irwin. Or should I do it as Danny Glover from I, Predator Two? I mean, the woman's Australian. Let's see. Highlighted. I went, I went to reach for it, and the devil shot it when I hit the air, the couch. I don't know. <laughs> that was scary. To get rid of the furry intruder, Lynch's husband carefully escorted the Tasmanian devil, who's known to fly into a rage when threatened by a predator, out of their home using a broom. And they like gathered their family on top of like the dining table. Wait, but so they, this but predator but they, took over their home. But they got rid of it with a broom. Menacing wild turkeys led by Kevin are taking a New England city for themselves. Menacing wild turkeys. Wait, led by Kevin? Led by Kevin. Hmm. In the town of Woburn, Massachusetts, has been taken over by turkeys led by an especially tough turkey named Kevin. So, I mean, we're just, we're just talking turkey now, you know? We're talking turks, baby. We're talking, talking turkey. Um, but yeah, so these turkeys took over. They don't let residents out of their homes and chase people around their lawns. And I guess they named, like, the the alpha turkey, Kevin. And he's kind of a prick. <laughs> he's kind of a prick? Yeah. Well, he's probably, they're probably mad about the whole thing. Do, 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 do you have, like, pictures of, like, of, like this pack of turkeys, you know? Well, and, 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 and like, what do you mean when, they, when they're taking over the town? Like, are they taking, like, ownership of, like, the, the bars? Yeah. Like, are they running, like, the sporting goods stores? They, yeah. You they, know? They pretty much created, like, a crime family. Mmm, you know? Okay. They, this person Just take says, down the price of cigarettes, you know? Devin Farron told NBC Boston, they're up at 6 a.m. in my lawn and start chasing us, trying to pop the tires. It's wild. <laughs> they're trying to pop the tires. I don't know if that means, like, on the cars, or maybe if he's trying to, like, mow the lawn. Oh, and they're like... 
But some tires, they're trying to pop them. They're trying to pop some tires. Maybe that's like a euphemism for like they're trying to like murder grannies in their sleep. They're just trying to pop some tires, you know, pop, you know. I don't know. They, hmm. That's all they said. This town might not even be on the map anymore. This That article was kind of old, actually. Wow, what are we at? This one's for you. I found this one today. It's for you. This one's for you. My, Hit me with it. My pizza-loving babe. Oh. Pizza Hut attempts a world record with a 14,000 square foot pizza. A 14,000 square foot yeah. pizza? So they celebrated the return of their big New Yorker pizza. Yeah. That was awful. Ooh. After a 25-year hiatus New by Yorker. celebrating at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Wait, wait. So they're bringing back like a kind of pizza? The Big New Yorker. The Big New Yorker. Yeah. And they're going to celebrate in Los celebrate. Angeles. That doesn't make With sense a to me big either. pizza that I'm okay. guessing is not a Big New Yorker pizza. No. So the chefs put together the dough, sauce, and cheese on like the floor of the convention center, and then cook the whole thing with heat lamps. So you cannot tell me that pizza is going to be very good. I feel like this. This. I. I just feel like this is like they're they're covering something up. You yeah, know. the, the floor they're releasing of this Los a Angeles pizza. Center they're releasing a pizza. No, here's the thing. They're, they're, they're releasing a. They're 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 introducing a new pizza, like in New York. This big New, new Yorker, York. and they're doing some sort of a, you know, weird Ripley's Believe It or Not celebration in California. My question is, what's going on smack in the middle of Colorado? Okay. Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut. Case closed. <laughs> okay. Well, the current Guinness World Record is held by a 13,580.28 square foot pizza made in Italy in 2012. And they broke the record? I don't know. What would you, you do if you were just confronted with a pizza of that size? And there was no one else trying to eat the pizza. Like, it was just down to you and what you wanted to do with that pizza. And it was a big old pizza like that, you know? You can just roll around in it. I was thinking I'd roll around in it, yeah. And then like and like as is it I'm rolling, hot? how hot is it? I'm gonna say pleasantly warm, like not too hot, but like but like still tasty, you know. I feel like that could be in like a Katy Perry music video, Ooh. like you're just kind of splashing around in the pizza sauce. My, 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 you are you're naked except you have just like one like pepperoni the size on my of a nipples. manhole cover. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I thought that was. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll do that and kind of like roll around like as, as my face is like passing on the pizza. I'll just take a big old clump. Do you, do you, do you want to know what, what kind of lighthearted fare I have gathered for you this week? I'm ready for it. You're ready for it? Yeah. I really, really tried to find like a fun cryptid we could talk about. Okay. But I chose something that's a little in the middle. It used to be so, so kind of fun, but kind of not fun too. Yeah. It's on okay. the spectrum somewhere in between those. Okay. Um, but it's also, it's not really a cryptid, but some people thought it was a cryptid, kind of. Uh, we're talking Slenderman. Oh, we're talking Slenderman today. And, um, I kind of originally wanted to talk more about just Slenderman, but, like, there's not much to tell. So we're gonna talk about some, some things that are Slenderman adjacent. Slenderman. Well, well, for, just give, give me the... What? Slenderman. Who? Mr. Slenderman. Well, we're... we're we're, we're, we're done with that, you know? We're done with that. So, all right, so just give me the background on, like, like kind of the fantastical so, Mr. Slenderman. Do you know Slenderman's origin story? Slenderman, I believe. Uh, um, Slenderman will do just fine for this conversation, I think, you know? So Mr. Slenderman was offered up as a victim <laughs> on an image board on June 10th of 2009. So Eric Knudsen 
And I know, Knudsen. as a Wisconsin native, you pronounce that Knudsen. No, this, no, this isn't Norway. Our sheriff had the name, that last name. It's Knudsen. Well, sir, if you're listening, hello, Mr. Knudsen. We will go by his online name, Victor Surge. Victor Surge? Sounds like a bad white cloth. I like this Victor Surge. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds like a bad guy in like a, in like a GTA video game, you know? So he entered a Photoshop contest on the Something Awful website. Did you frequent that ever? Something Awful? No. Seems a little cool for you. Yeah, I think it was. I was more of a nine gag kind of guy. Yeah. (laughs) So the challenge was to take like a normal picture and make it seem as if there was like a paranormal event Mm. taking place or kind of create into like a modern myth. Mm-hmm. So he created two images that he captioned and were reported to be recovered after a library fire of which like 14 children vanished after these like pictures were taken. There's just like these pictures. One of them, like there's a kid on a slide. Yeah. And then like you look in the back and there's a Mr. Slenderman in the background. And then the other one is like a bunch of kids kind of like walking around in the park and like Slenderman's obviously behind him. And then like. Oh, it's it it kind of this big old uh, ghoulish looking kind of black thing with yeah. all these like, sort of tentacles alarms yeah i mean wait, and i'll bet that's you like you know how this looks you know what slenderman looks well, like. well that's how he got Mr. his name yeah, that's right that's how he got his name is people like look to the photo and they're like oh wow that's such a slender man like he he named this like what this is one of them so yeah. it's just a bunch of kids kind of like walking on a path and there's like a mr yeah. slenderman in the background okay and then here's the other one this one i think is cool. and then it's like he has tentacles in this one too which is fun mm-hmm. but he's back there hmm but, so there's like a backstory to it. But it was pretty much just for like this online like image board thing. Okay. One of the captions said, we didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comfort us at the same time. Taken 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. Yeah, it sounds like a, sounds kind of like the, like the background for like a candle. But yeah, so those two pictures were kind of his origin story. Okay. And they were obviously not made to be real. They were like a Photoshop thing. But this turned into like a huge thread on the Something Awful website and people started like Photoshopping him into a bunch of pictures. Oh. Many of the images were done with like the creepy tall, thin figure hiding in the background. Didn't have a face, sometimes had tentacles. And they kind of then like connected these to like other like folk villains. So like... They think a lot of these were drawn. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> like people, the common folk villain, just like that, just that the, the, the tall white guy in the basketball team, you know. <laughs> just ghastly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, like the big bad wolf and the headless horseman were always kind of like scary people in the woods as kids. H.P. Lovecraft. Did you ever read H.P. Lovecraft? I have. I have read a lot of the uh, intermen- interdimensional monster, the Cthulhu. Cthulhu, yes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, fantasy creature invented by him who is ancient and waits dreaming under the ocean. That's what yes. the internet told me. I didn't read Yes, that. yes. Wait, yeah. Waits, yeah, yeah. And then the men in black and Jack Skeleton also kind of had this like black suit thing. Yeah. So this is just kind of people like theorizing where like what? all these things are kind of came from. This is people naming just things that look like tall and technically like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, like Chris Bosch of the, the Miami <laughs> Heat. Like, God, tall and technically. I mean, just long arms. Like, you know, going all over the place, hey. you know. Made him good at basketball. Yep. Um, so eventually this was taken further and he made appearances on video games in a web series that started mm-hmm. June 20, 2009. So this web series started 10 days after like Slenderman was born. Are like, about, first day. Are you talking about Marble Hornets? Why do you know this? Because I've, I've, I've seen it. It's pretty good. So Marble I mean, Hornets, I watch it back like in like the, 
you in know the, in the prime time like when i mean well you i mean you tell me when it came out yes. yeah so it, it came out june 20 2009 the first video was yeah cool. so they were a series posted on youtube and claimed to be found footage of a man who was like trying to find and then got hunted by slenderman so then like the backstory was his friend found like this b-real footage of the woods and like there's like country scenes and weird creepy roads and he like continued this project after his friend quit because he was being stopped by the Slenderman. Mm. And so there's almost 90 episodes. I looked at this like YouTube account and it's like, I think it's not still going, but it was going for like a long time. It was, they mm -hmm. were doing a lot of this. It's kind of like a psychological horror thing. There's not like jump scares. It's just kind of like Slenderman just kind of creeps out. I mean, right. you watched it. Yeah. Is that all right? <laughs> no, it sounds all right. I mean, it's um, such an interesting thing to think back on because like, I guess like you brought up, they those that, the, that show or whatever you want to call those videos, they came oh. out like, I guess, so soon after like that, I guess the meme or legend, whatever you want to call it, of Slenderman, like, you know, came into existence. Like, I remember when I was starting seeing those videos, I thought that's where the whole... Like how it started. That's that's how I thought it started. Yeah. It was these Marble Hornets videos. Well, I mean, this was pretty soon after it started. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just figured that was it. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember watching that. Like, I never really figured out. I mean, maybe I didn't watch enough of them. But, like, I never figured out. I, I always found the name Marble Hornets. Cool name. Cool name. Had no, like. No you, clue what it means. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. What is it? You know? No, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's, I guess, I never really knew about this or, like, the something awful kind of thread. I guess I only really knew about, like, Minecraft and then, like, when, what I'm going to talk about later happens. Like, mm -hmm. I guess I didn't really stumble upon it till later, but I was, like, nine when this happened. So, I guess I mean. Well, yeah, well, because I was... You were kind of prime Slenderman age. Like, middle school when this shit comes out. That'd be kind of fun. I guess at that time period, that was also kind of at the real birth of a lot of like the the sort of the internet aggregated website where you would just scroll through you oh, know you would do like scroll like, like scroll 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 shit. through like meme conversations and, and it's just like you know just an aggregation of just like random you know content and stuff I think like this that this is like the weird point like on the internet where I don't want to say people didn't understand that it wasn't permanent but I feel like people were just putting the weirdest shit on the internet because mm -hmm. like they just had the space to finally like anonymously anonymously like dump their things they never told anybody mm -hmm. and then there was also other people doing that so i think yeah. just like early internet was so freaking weird oh i mean like people had like a weight lifted off their chest and like finally i can read like my freak flag fly oh you mean like you know maybe you know maybe a topic for a different day but early era 4chan you have to look up the true crime involved with early era 4chan you know, but, but but before it was, I guess, just a, a political subterfuge, I don't know. But, like, but before it was all that, it was totally anonymous. And, you, and like, there were so many people who, like, announced, they were, they were like, announced their murders over 4chan. And, like, that's would terrifying. Take, would take pictures, and I'm pretty sure that's correct. And, like, you can, like, look it up, and, like, there's so many, like, threads of just, like, some wild stuff happening back in the day. That does not surprise yeah. me at all. So I think now, especially too, like, they screen through that stuff. Like, good. I mean, it's definitely still out there, but, like... Yeah, or I like just... Or, like, I feel like even, like, early YouTube, there was some, like, nasty shit on YouTube. Like, Two Girls, oh, One sure. Cup was on YouTube. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Aww. I don't know where else I would have watched it. Didn't catch it. Aw, yeah. sorry. Yeah. But I looked in the Marble Hornet still has over 60,000... 600,000 subscribers. And their first entry has had over 7 million views. Wow. That's kind of crazy. That's pretty crazy. So... 
The internet lore began to be taken a little bit more seriously again, and some people like gave him residence in like forests and abandoned places where he like would abduct children and young adults for no reason. So he began to also develop a fan base in sorts of like ostracized or like weird kids. That people claimed that slender sickness was now a thing that occurred when Slender Man was near you, and it involved paranoia, nightmares, nosebleeds, and delusions. It's like Lyme disease then. Yeah, or like you're just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it could be limes, honestly. Stay lot. out of the woods, kids. Lyme disease. Yeah, exactly. So victims of Slenderman were driven insane and had to act on his behalf to get noticed. So, like, people wanted to be his proxy. There was, like, Slenderman proxies, which were, like, the little, like, devotees to Slenderman. Oh. So it's kind of all, like, the... I'm not going to say weird kids that had no friends because I probably... No, I wouldn't have done this because I'm just too scared of the dark. But uh, you could like, go out and you could get Slenderman to see you and you could devote yourself to Slenderman and then he would make you go do horrible things. I mean... But you could live with him in the woods. This, I feel like this is just such an interesting group of like middle schoolers. Oh, they kinda it's like, dark, yeah. They drink lots of monster energy. They have like little holes on the edge of their like hoodie cuffs and they can stick their thumbs through, you know? Yeah. How did kids do that because i you know when i was in middle school and i didn't know where i belonged i was like maybe i'm with the kids with the holes in their sweatshirts but my mom just yelled at me because <laughs> i cut holes in my <laughs> sweatshirts <laughs> She was like, Grace, what the fuck? <laughs> you just ruined this old Navy, you know, quarter zip. <laughs> now put the end of that real quick. <laughs> just, you know, looking at like deviant art and just, just really into like, I don't know, this weird internet culture. They you know? seem like the people too that would sit there and like scribble their pen back and forth really fast on their notebook in class to get attention. And they, and they, and they draw that big, they draw that S thing that everyone liked to draw on on their notebooks in okay, middle school. Okay, everyone did that. Every I, I could never do it. What? I, I never got it. it looked, you know, just you know, I might as well. I'll teach you been... how to do it after we're done with this. <laughs> Badass. All so right. to become a proxy, you had to perform a ritual. So on a new moon, you had to go deep into the woods at 11:59 at night with only a flashlight, no camera. No cameras. <laughs> Keep your head down and don't look up or try to see Slenderman or he'll kill you. Oh. Once your flashlight flickers and you get slender sickness, as mentioned before, he is close. Close your eyes and wait for his voice in your head. He will speak to you. And then he will ask a series of questions. And if you must answer these questions truthfully, or he'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> if he chooses you, you are worth being a proxy. He will mark you on the skin with a circle with an X through it. And it's like a razor of burning sensation. Uh-huh. And then you'll pass out from slender sickness, but then you'll wake back up in your bed like nothing happened except the black mark of Slenderman on your skin. This just like sounds like this just sounds like this like like ninety nine percent of this happened like to like kids who like lived in or around around Orlando, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then next, you have to pack a bag because Slenderman will come take you from your previous life, and now you are a proxy forever. Wait, wait, where, where does he take you? To his mansion in the woods. I don't know. This is actually sounding pretty good. All, pretty good all of a sudden. But then you have to go and you have to do nefarious things for him. What kind of nefarious things, though? You know, like I don't know, kill people. Like, 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 like some people would say, eating too many hot dogs is nefarious. You know. I don't think Slendy doesn't have a mouth. I don't know how you eat hot dogs. Well, I can think of a couple ways. But no, I think I. Oh God. <laughs> I do think that a lot of this, this didn't definitely didn't happen to like kids in downtown LA. Like they weren't doing this. I don't know. No, think. I'm just. This I, was I, like kids out in the boonies. 
Yeah. I can tell you where this did happen, and it was in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Ah, uh, good old Waukesha, Wisconsin. Do you do you know what I'm gonna do? You know this case? What to say? Do you know this? What I'm gonna tell you about? Well, lots of terrible stuff happens in Waukesha, so I mean, who knows what it could be? You know. Two 12-year-old girls stabbed their friend 19 times to show their allegiance to Slenderman on May 31st of 2014. Hmm. So, Morgan <laughs> G. Geyser. Okay. And we're gonna call her Morgan and Anissa Weir. Stabbed their friend Peyton Lutner, who often goes by Bella, so we're probably going to call what Bella. What a collection of names, first of all. <laughs> so Morgan and Anissa stabbed their friend Bella. Okay. So Morgan, at one point, was eating alone in fourth grade, and Peyton pulled up Bella. Damn it, I'm going to mess that up. I guess she prefers to be called Bella, so I'm going to call her Bella. Okay. Pulled up a chair, and they were best friends ever since. They both loved cats, played pretend a lot, and liked to act out their favorite movies like Harry Potter and Star Trek. Honestly, this isn't that weird. I did this with Percy Jackson. I used to hit my sister with bats. Wait, you used to be, you, wait, you really liked the Percy Jackson books? Oh, yeah. Loved them. Anyway. Okay. So these two were described as always acting like a little younger than they actually were like kind of immature but they were really just into fantasy they just okay. like to hang out okay so same here same anissa here. and morgan met while they were waiting for the bus in sixth grade and anissa was the first person who initially showed morgan slenderman and they were obsessed they, were they obsessed. loved slenderman what, what is there to get obsessed with they like it's a picture so it, they just thought it was cool like it was creepy they liked looking at like the pictures of him they like I mean, you can you can look I mean you can look at like a picture of ryan reynolds and be like that's cool you know but it's like you don't get obsessed peyton was not into <laughs> slender but she still wanted to be friends with morgan and anissa even though it scared her so morgan and anissa then preyed on her and kind of bullied her by sending her like slenderman memes and being like slenderman's gonna get you just like when i sent you pictures of ryan reynolds you and know? i sent you pictures of animals pooping <sighs> One is not one is very different from the other. <laughs> so Morgan kind of had like outbursts in class. She would like save insects and throw them at kids in her class later. And her mom was called one day because she was suspended for bringing a hammer to school. Bring a hammer, a hammer to school. And so Morgan was like I mean, she's she always to kind of a little. Fix the bathrooms. I don't want to say childish, but like people kind of knew like. They say this in the article. She's kind of, like, weird. Yeah. Like they just, like... She, but, uh... she kind of got bullied. So, like, and Anissa stood up for the girls, especially Morgan. Like, she would always, like, stand up. There was one thing where apparently some guy, like, some... You know, middle schoolers are weird. Some, like... Meanest, mid- people, meanest weird, girl on the face of the planet. Weird, yeah. creepy, like, 12-year-old boy. Like, apparently, I think, like, got kind of close to Morgan or, like, said something to her. And, like, Anissa, like, punched him in the face. Punched her in the face? Maybe not in the face. He probably said hello. And these, these girls are wielding hammers no. and dishing out punishment. This, these like, this these is, girls are the problem. This, this girl was very, like, protective of Morgan. And Morgan, like, kind of needed it. My so. question is, so you've named a few girls here. You know, I think I think by, by all mathematics, at least one of them at, at all times must have been wearing some sort of airbrushed picture with, like, wolves or horses on I it. I hope so, yes. You know, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot picture these three people without seeing at least one of those shirts. One of them should have cat ears on, probably. Cat ears would be good. One of the, Yeah, one of them has, like, knit gloves that are cut at the knuckles. Um, Morgan was known to <laughs> always wear like lace gloves okay so bella she kind of ended up making a little some more friends and becoming like a little more popular than the other two girls and anissa would call bella a bitch a lot whoa and when they were entering like sixth grade sixth grade so like they were all still like friends but it kind of sounds like once like morgan and anissa got really close they kind of like kept doing the little fantasy thing and i think peyton was still like kind of into that but she like went and kind of was in the conventional way cooler right right she's starting to like think about like boo 
Boys and like, you know, Miles Teller and like things like that, you know? Sure. No? Honestly, when did The Fault in Our Stars come out? I feel like that's when everyone like figured out Miles Teller was pretty attractive. I thought that was the Anzal Elgort gentleman. Damn it, I always get them mixed Are up. Are you? No! <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> God, it, it was it's this and like and like you get Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon mixed up, I which did not look nothing. Oh, like frankly, continue. You frustrated me. I know. <laughs> I knew you were getting mad. Okay, so this all came to a to a climax at Morgan's birthday party on May thirtieth. And it was going to be a sleepover on a Friday night. The three girls ended up just all going roller skating on Friday night and kind of hung out until they fell asleep. And Morgan, they usually pull all-nighters, but Morgan didn't want to. <laughs> you know, because that's crazy He started stuff. ripping pixie sticks and just going all night. Yeah. They just kind of hung out. And apparently, Anissa okay. remembered okay. a weird detail of this. I, I just keep like looking at you and you're making a weird face. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just all smiles right now. All smiles. Yeah. You're not going to be for long, you know? Oh, who knows? So, Anissa remembered that night that Peyton accidentally, like, kicked Morgan in her sleep, like, accidentally. So, Anissa kicked Peyton in the back on purpose. Morgan and Anissa in the morning went down to breakfast and left Bella upstairs because she woke up late, which is kind of rude. They just kind of played with Silly Putty and did, like, normal kid stuff. And then they asked Morgan's mom if they could all go to the park since it was, like, the middle of the day. And her mom said yes because it was Morgan's birthday and they were going to go play at the park. Apparently when they got to the park, the girls got into a fight in like the bathrooms at the park <laughs> and Anissa like pushed Peyton's like head and it like hit the wall. Oh my goodness. Morgan like held her there while she did it. So they kind of like ganged up on her real quick. On Peyton? Yes. This is the one who's gotten popular now. Yes. This is the one that's kind of like, when you, three is a bad number for friends, especially girls. I remember being in like little friend groups when I was about this age and there was somehow always there was three people. Mm. And the third, you were, if you like missed like one hangout, you were the odd man out and you were getting your head pushed into a wall. You know, like, that, you know, that's. Little girls are mean. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of believe that. Especially at that age, you know, everyone's just kind of like, they're not even like really getting like into like that much like puberty yet, you know? No, this is before. They're like, that. They're, they're, they're like preparing to be mean, you yeah. know? So like they're they're like honestly like they're like they're like they're like theatrically like starting to like fake being mean because it's like it's not even like hormonally yeah. driven yet. You're just no, kind of like you just know that it's coming, so you gotta just, like warm up. You're just like playing pretend, but yeah. Yeah, no, you just like lash out for no reason. These two little twelve year olds are like acting like a biker gang. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So after this happened, after they pushed Bella's head into the wall, Morgan kind of began to panic and she started pacing and singing and went outside. So Anissa had to calm her down, and she said she did this by petting her like a cat. Quick pause. These girls already belong in jail. Girl. A little bit of violence, and then all of this, like, anime and cat, cat yeah, ears and yeah. lace gloves. Like, these girls already belong in jail at this exact moment. Now let's let's see what actually puts them in jail. Okay. <laughs> the girls decided to stay and play hide-and-seek. And Bella just got attacked by these two girls. So I don't really understand why she stayed. Maybe she was like, I don't really have anywhere else to go right now, so I guess I'll stay with these girls. So Anissa... Anissa sent Peyton, Bella, into the woods and told her to cover herself up and hide. Peyton heard Morgan and Anissa kind of talking like quietly while she was in her hiding spot. And next thing she like looked up and she saw Morgan crouched over her with a steak knife and said, don't be afraid, I'm only a little kitty cat. And then she proceeded to stab Bella 19 times. 
Wait. Peyton found out later (laughs) that she had heard, like, Morgan and Anissa, like, kind of discussing. And they were just talking about who was going to stab her. And then Anissa got nervous and wanted to do it, hand the knife to Morgan. And then Anissa said, Kitty, now go ballistic. And then Morgan stabbed her. What? And then, after being stabbed 19 times into, like, the torso arms and legs tried to stand up but couldn't see and kind of like fell back down so anissa told her to lie down while her and morgan went and got help go get help after 19 stab wounds yeah so then bella knew this was a lie that they probably weren't right they probably were not so this girl after being stabbed 19 times crawled through the woods until she reached the road and found a biker named greg steinberg and he helped her go to the hospital she lived so, Bella told the responding officers right away when they got there that who had stabbed her, Morgan. Right. And She's so that the little police, bitch Morgan, yes. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, the police sent Bella to the hospital and then went on the search for the two girls, Morgan and Anissa. The two girls were found sitting on the edge of I-94 and had cleaned up in a Walmart bathroom. And they were on their way to walk to this, like, park, which was a four-hour drive, which is, like, where they thought Slenderman's mansion was. They, they were like, they're like, we're, we're, like, we're walking to, like, Peoria. <laughs> yes, they were like, yeah, we're walking here. And it's a four-hour drive. So they didn't really plan that out very well. But they did apparently plan because they brought, like, waters and, like, granola bars. Because they knew they were going to walk. And they were going to go there because that's where they were going to meet up with Slenderman. <laughs> From the very beginning, they got these girls. They sat them down. They began questioning them. Morgan had, like, no remorse this whole time. So she told the police that they had been planning. <laughs> she kicked me in her sleep. <laughs> so I stabbed her. But don't you understand, officers? So they had been planning this for months. And they had planned three different, like, premeditated ideas on how they were going to kill Bella. They made code words so they could talk about this in public and send emails to each other talking about the the envisioned murder (laughs) and they first planned to kill her while she was sleeping during the sleepover but then they were too pooped from roller skating so they couldn't kill her at the night and then they planned to do it in the bathroom because there was a drain in the bathroom i guess where they think her blood could have gone but anissa told police that she heard it was easier to kill someone when they were asleep or passed out so you don't have to look in their eyes and that's why she tried to like bonk her into the wall oh And then plan three was to play hide-and-seek in the woods, which is the one they landed on. And Morgan said their plan was flawless, and it was sad that Bella trusted them so much. However, she tried to then say that Anissa stabbed Peyton, which was, I guess, the initial plan. But as I said before, Anissa got squeamish and handed the knife to Morgan, so Morgan stabbed her. When Morgan later recalls stabbing Peyton, she says, Stabby, stab, stab, stab. It didn't feel like anything. It was like air. What? Like... I'm just like really trying to like put this together in my head, just like the because this this is just such an arch typical little just annoying middle schooler. Yeah, who's like middle schoolers all suck. Well, especially in this era because like they're raised by Reddit, you know, and like Tumblr and. So Anissa was also very calm. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, <laughs> and gave like reasoning for the whole thing while she was being interrogated. And she told the officers that they were trying to gain Slenderman's trust so they could go live with him in his mansion without him hurting them or their families. And two hours into the interrogation, Anissa asked where Bella's body was, and they told her that she was in the emergency room. Like, you didn't kill her, she's alive. Because, like, they just assumed they killed her. So Anissa then asked if she was able to go back to school because apparently she just had, like, perfect attendance and she didn't want to ruin it. But the school then, at that point during the day, began to hear what happened to Peyton 
and began painting whiskers on their faces to show support. For Peyton? She was Peyton cat. Bella. She was, because she, she, was she always lady. really liked cats. But then they didn't know that Morgan had been like, I'm kitty, whatever, I'm a little kitty. Yeah. So like, it was kind of like, I don't know, it was just kind of sad because they were like, don't do that. Because the parents <laughs> knew that, like, that's going to trigger something. <laughs> we're going to have bigger problems on yeah. our hands. <laughs> but it was kind of cute. They tried to, like, show her support. This entire school is a bunch of freaks, not going to lie. It's Waukesha. <laughs> okay. The police officers end up going into Morgan's room and searching as part of the investigation because they're openly admitting to doing this. But all this time, God, just like, the sugary snacks and DVDs you're going to find in that room. Well, they found over 50 hand-drawn pictures of Slenderman with captions saying always watches no eyes and never alone and they're really creepy pictures they also found things that were like typical of a 12 year old's room including volumes of children books and mad libs that were filled out with bad words for a 12 year old like penis pooping urine horny crapping and the jj oh which is, I don't know, I feel like that's like such, like, that's some shit I, we did it to I know. I mean, that's the normal stuff we've that, done so far. That's quaint. And then, like, on the back side of that, she just shows, like, you know, an anthropomorphic, you know, fox just having sex with an elephant, you know? Well, it's yeah. possible. <laughs> possible. Who knows? <laughs> so, these girls were obviously getting tried, and the state had to decide if they should be tried as adults. And in Wisconsin, they can be tried as adults as young as 10 years old. As young as 10? Yes. And so if they were tried as children, though, they would get little to no punishment, even though there was obviously like a threat to society. So it ended up that these two girls both got tried as adults. Morgan's parents were trying to like embrace their children and not like chastise them for being odd because they really kind of started like attacking the parents during this. Yeah. And being like, how did you not like check your kid's search history? Because... This girl's obviously into some weird shit. This girl has been... This girl's posing as like a 35-year-old on Reddit getting interior design tips. She was a ticking time bomb. What is going on? So Morgan ended up getting diagnosed with early-onset schizophrenia during the trial, which is extremely rare. And it kind of came out later that her father was kind of diagnosed and treated for the same thing when he was young. Morgan had then like reported seeing hallucinations of like ghosts and stuff. She always had very, like, vivid, imaginary friends. It also just sounds like they're probably okay. just letting her drink, like, six of those white monster energy drinks. Zero cal, straight caffeine into the <laughs> into the veins, like... And it was said that Anissa was then suffering from shared delusional disorder due to Morgan's diagnosed schizophrenia. So, like, she was kind of, like, feeding off of Morgan's kind of, like, <clears throat> actual delusion. Did you, Do you know the Sabina and Ursula Erickson story? Sabita and two. Ursula Erickson. They're like they were two like uh, European like women twins that like killed some guy and then like ran out into trafficking. They got hit by like multiple cars and just like kept going. I'd I'd like to know more. Okay, well we'll have to do that. Another time. That's the story. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What did that have to do idea. with it? What did that have to do <laughs> with it? It's like I don't know. It's just like they have like they have talked about if one person has like a delusion or if like one person kind of like goes mad, then like it sometimes will like rub off on another person. Right, right. Well, yeah. it's kind of like you know um, group thing. Or yeah. kind of like I don't know. I mean, if you just if you just start running around and telling me there's an earthquake, I'll probably get pretty spooked and like and like get up and try to <laughs> solve it. I probably you. also think there's an earthquake. So Morgan ended up pleading guilty to attempted first degree intentional homicide and received 40 years in a state institution. And Anissa pled guilty to attempted second degree intentional homicide, but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease and defect. And she got 25 years in a state institution. So they both were diagnosed or, like, found kind of insane. 
Yeah. And so they were put in, like, an institution and not prison. Huh. And and this is so far has been kind of a model prisoner, but has intense breakdowns and was on suicide watch at one point. Hmm. And Morgan has gotten psychiatric help for, they say, a, a oppositional defiant disorder. And they kind of dug up that she's had hallucinations since she was three years old and often vividly saw things on the walls and, like, imaginary friends. Like hmm. You're, making, you you're making me friends? seem like a... You're making me feel a little bad for all these insults I've been hurling, you know? Most of her insults have not been aimed at these girls directly. It's just at middle schoolers in general. I feel like I feel like I was getting I was getting personal there by the end, and you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stay the course. In, 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 in fact, yeah. All know, right. Okay. That's glad fine. they're there. They were not the only ones that fell under the curse of the old Slenderman. Oh. You forget that this is what this whole thing was about. Oh. So a mother reported her daughter attacked her. To police Slenderman on June 5th of 2014, her daughter stalked her mom in the kitchen dressed in black wearing like a white like face mask. And the 13-year-old attacked her mom with a knife and is now in a juvenile detention center. And she was known to have a history of mental health issues and wrote her own stories involving Slenderman. This Slenderman stuff is just giving people excuses, bad excuses that don't work, yeah. to go do crimes. You yeah, know? exactly. And later in 2014, a mother and her nine-year-old son woke up to their home on, on fire in Florida. The woman's 14-year-old daughter lit bleach and a rum-soaked sheet on fire. And she'd been reading a lot about Slenderman, Slenderman, <laughs> and it ultimately showed remorse. Huh. So other people were doing this. And then a lot of places also linked this to a string of children slash young adult suicides in a Sioux reservation. From December of 2014 to May of 2015, nine people aged 12 to 24 died by suicide at the Pine Ridge Reservation, and there are about 103 known suicide attempts during that time. And in comparison, in 2013, there was only five people who died by suicide. So we got a bit of a poltergeist, like didn't move the bodies sort of thing, huh? Well, there is known to be a tall man spirit that many Sioux know, like, who resembles Slender Man, and there's also a suicide spirit that many Native Americans believe in and some are attributing to this rise to. Hmm. This also could be attributed to just the bad quality of life on some of these reservations. There was a lot of cyberbullying, bad living conditions, sexual abuse, being told their culture is not successful. And psychologists <clears throat> also say that by the age of eight, and the girls were 12 in this Waukesha case, most children gain the ability to discern from what is real from what is not. This is called discounting a lot. Hmm. And it's the rational inner voices that can like subdue like overheated emotional responses to things, especially as responses to your imagination's projections. That comes with the maturing of the frontal lobe, which occurs around 25. But they also did another study, and this was published in the Cognitive Science, a multiplied disciplinary journal, multidisciplinary journal. Mm -hmm. Researchers study how children from different backgrounds, they use like religious and like non-religious backgrounds, interpreted various stories, including fiction, non-fiction, and religious stories. Mm -hmm. So five and six-year-old children were told stories from unfamiliar protagonists and then asked if the character was real or make-believe. And while both groups, religious and non-religious groups, both identified non-fictional protagonists, the groups were kind of dicey for the other two. Mm -hmm. So religious children identified religious stories as reality, whereas non-religious children identified these as fictional. And then non-religious children identified fantasy stories as fantasy, whereas religious groups were less likely to see them as fiction. So they pretty much just kind of concluded that religious children approach unfamiliar, fantastical stories flexibly. Oh. So I guess it's, it just kind of leads to, like, to show, like, if you kind of are raised in an area, like, even with the religious or, like, 
even they kind of go into Morgan's parents were kind of like into like this like weird like macabre like creepy yeah. stuff. You're more likely the, the kids are more likely to believe that. You know, and you just it, it just means like you're just open minded for like a good time. You know. <laughs> That's what that all led to. <laughs> that, I, I think, I think, unfortunately, I think just being open-minded and just kind of like being, being just down to clown with what, what, what life gives to you, you know, it did result in, you An know, murder. in cat, you know, yeah, cat ears and, you know, lacy gloves and, 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 and a girl's death, you know, mm. um, she lived, she lived, yeah, she lived, yeah, how's she doing now? I'll tell you later. I'll hold your horses. Slenderman is used by many as an example for parents to like at, like to protect their children's internet safety. Morgan's parents say that they monitored their daughter's internet use and they did not find anything abnormal. However, the media used this to then kind of attack their parenting style. Lisa Miller said Morgan's home had an especially gothic flavor, which sounds fun. Yeah. Morgan's father had an email username thing of I love evil, all caps, no spaces. And an Instagram handle as Dead Boy Four Twenty. So I, well, I, can, I can tell they're kind of cool and just kind of like kind of just kind of like Ozzy Osbourne, just yeah. kind of badass. Yeah. Or like if they're just watching like Nightmare on or a Nightmare Before Christmas like every single night. Well, a couple months before the stabbing, her father posted a drawing Morgan made of Slenderman, saying, "Only Mogo, cute nickname. Okay. Only Mogo <laughs> draws Slenderman on a, in crayon on a napkin when we were out to dinner." So it sounds like they were just kind of embracing their child's interests. Like they were not being like you weirdo. They were but like, I said, oh, you know, what? can like foster this a little." This would have been like one of the few times where it's like, yeah, maybe you just kind of show your daughter like you putting like the picture of Slenderman just in the trash. Both Morgan and at the age of 20 and Anissa at the age of 19 have made appeals since they were very young. Anissa, who was sentenced to 25 years, yeah. was released in 2021 at the age of 19 on apparently very strict conditions for her release, but she was released. Oh, wow. In okay. 2021. So pretty recently. Morgan is still in a state facility as far as we know, but she did at like some point kind of apply to get out, but... Did not go through? No. Well, she, so, she's the one who actually did the... She did the stabbing. Yeah, I think it's going to take longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, she has gone in and, like, they have found out that she, like, does apparently have some mental illness and, like, has schizophrenia. And so she actually has, like, some well, diagnosable... Well, Anissa just gets too excited about what her friends are going through and just kind of hops along Well, Anissa always did also have some issues, but... Okay. They're working through it. And Anissa is apparently it. good to leave because That's she good. got out. That's good. I think this just was, like, such a big, like, story. Like, the whole, like, Slenderman aspect of it, I think, made it a lot more popular. Or, like, not popular, but, like, a lot of people were talking about this. Oh, sure, yeah. This was was how I, like, figured out Slenderman was a thing. Oh, yeah. What a time to be alive, you know? Bella is thriving. Is she? Good for her. She went back to school in September, which is pretty quick after this happened. Well, she yeah. stabbed, and, yeah, and she went back in September. Everyone's got cat cat whiskers drawn on their face. <laughs> you know, that's terrifying. a tough transition. Yeah. So she doesn't really communicate with either of the girls. Obviously, I really know <laughs> why, why is it? an article said that and I was like, why the fuck would she? Like, yeah. I wouldn't talk to them ever again. Yeah. But she said that she is thankful of the life she has now and due to what happened to her. So like, I think they kind of asked her like. Do you hate these girls? And she was like, No, she said, No. Oh, I'd be I'm such. Thankful for everything that's led me to this point. I would be so smarmy about it too. You know, yeah, I'd be like, I love them. No, no, I would just be like, oh, I, I wish them no ill will. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I would think just. That's the standard response. Yeah, yeah. But 
Her family is very excited for her and she's about to go off to college. And she, however, did have to sleep with scissors for years. She had a hard time making friends and being close to some family members, they said. So this definitely, like, affected her a lot. She goes to therapy mm. weekly and expected to need plastic surgery when she grows up. And for all the medical bills that the family had established, a fund that accepts donations, they had a female motorcycle club organized a, like, ride fundraiser, and donations amount to more than $250,000 as of August 2015. Oh, good. It's a so, happy ending to this story. Yeah, so she she's pulling out strong. She's doing well. I guess it's more of a lighthearted ending. Oh, is this where it gets? Okay, good. Thank you. I was. You, oh. you told me this episode <laughs> was gonna be kind of like you know a little more relaxed, a little more lighthearted. Oh not. That's true. I got stabbed nineteen times though. That's you know? true. So this is like an older case that people can like reference this a lot in Slenderman articles, and I like read this case and I don't really know why. But, so on September 1944, residents of Mattoon, Illinois, showed symptoms of nausea, vomiting, weakness, lightheadedness, and spitting up blood. They reported smelling a sweet, cheap perfume odor in their homes before they fell ill. Hmm. And some said that the gas made them feel as if they were in some sort of deep sleep paralysis, or also known as hypnogogia. Oh. So I think this is kind of like slender sickness. They're like, oh, it's like the mad gas or a mattoon. It just, it just sounds like they're having gas leaks. Yeah. Know? So at the time, many men were off fighting in World War II, so it was often written off as mass hysteria as like all the women were like experiencing. Oh, heavens to Betsy, my exactly. husband's gone. There's a rat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it was explained by paranoia, panic, and delirium. And many came forward and reported that the smell was seeping through the windows, and some saw a shadowy figure running into the night right before they smelled the smell. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just a panty thief. Oh, the panty raid. <laughs> yeah, the panty raid. Oh. From, from the local college. <laughs> 1944. So, since it was hot outside, and it was just the weather was just described as sultry in the article, oh. many left their windows open. So, they got gassed. But... There is a suspect. So Farley Llewellyn. Llewellyn? Farley Farley Llewellyn. Llewellyn. That's how you say it. Really? Farley Llewellyn. Okay, Farley Llewellyn. Farley Llewellyn. I remember four score and 24 years ago. Farley Llewellyn. (laughs) Farley Llewellyn was known to sleep with his face buried in his books, and he was known as an intelligent shut-in. He had a secret laboratory where they experimented with chemicals, one time even causing a little neighborhood explosion. An author of the book called The Mad Gas from Mattoon, Dispelling the Hysteria, he outlines that Farley was spiteful of the town for never accepting him, and he even names the gas that the mad gas used as tetrachloroethane. So some people think that this Farley guy was the mad gasser of a tune because they never caught him. And the panty thief. And the panty thief. Okay. But, so some, yeah, just draw, like, comparisons between slender fever and the symptoms experienced by this string of poison. Interesting. Interesting. But, but yeah, that was pretty much what I found on Slender Man. (laughs) You know. Which I really hoped it would be more of, like, cool, like, internet lore, but it was just kind of, like, a really, like, sad situation. Yeah, I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like these were clearly very troubled girls, you know, um, one very medically so, and it's you know, and it's a kind of a weird, weirdly isolating sort of transition in like the American youth, where like kids are spending a lot more time online, yeah, you know, especially around that time, 
than before. I mean, I just think these, you know, these guys just sound kind of like they were in pretty volatile positions regardless. And when your brain is searching for some sort of justification, any justification to like act out in some way that it, you know, is sort of kind of, you know, getting a bend to do that, um, that something as ridiculous as like Slender Man or... If it was if it wasn't Slender Man, it would it would it would have been like Jack Skellington told I mean, me to do it. I just it, think too, like you know? we were talking about earlier how like early internet was just kind of weird. Like yeah. now, like I feel like kids spend the same amount of time online, but like I assume they're like such like a boomer right now talking about this. They spend all their time on TikTok, and like I think there's just more people like more groups of people like represented, I guess, on the internet that you can pick like oh I I want to be really into like books or like really into dance like i don't know i feel like early internet like if you were on it it was kind of just mostly like this like weird internet like lore like i feel like they're what like that was kind of the origins of it like sure. now there's more i guess well i mean and, and choose from well yeah i mean there you can choose more is like you know the the whole internet stream is more like commercialized now that's true and like back in the early days yeah i mean like you know it was literally just like hey here's a Here's a picture of a, you know, eight-legged raccoon, you know? And the, the guy, and the, and the guy's not trying to sell you anything, you know? He's just being like, here's the picture, you know? Well, I, in one of these articles, too, I didn't write this down, but there was, like, they looked at Morgan's, like, search history, and it was, like, she was, like, raccoon. watching, she was, like, watching videos of, like, guys, like, just killing mice. Ooh. Like just like not like anything like I feel like we we're talking. See, about I love I love a video of a yes. big big huge mouse eating a man. Yes. Show me that. <laughs> Show me. You know. Anyway, <laughs> the references I used for this I used the last podcast episode four eighteen <laughs> on the Slenderman Enigma, oh. and I didn't really. I guess it's more so that's you know what inspired me. You know. Okay. Okay. Good. A morbid episode two hundred nine, the Slenderman stabbing, which this is also morbid. It's a good podcast. Morbid. Yeah. There's two, like, Who? morbid. It's Who? two girls. They talk about true crime. And that's where I was listening to the Bog People episode. That I was Who? telling you about Bogs. <laughs> a crime traveler article by Fiona Guy. The cognitive <laughs> science article by Corinova, Chen, and Harris. And then an Aldo, it's interesting, that's edited by John Kurowski. An Illinois Times article by Cinda Klickna. And a Slender Man is Watching by Lisa Miller. Who? But yeah, that was, I guess, all these. <laughs> we'll even see if this makes it out. I feel like I feel like we could have done better today, but it's okay. Uh, okay, bye. Bye.